I don't really know. I'm not going to keep going on that. That was. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's like, yeah, I can't talk genocide on a hot mic. I'm not George Bush. <laughs> nah, I guess I didn't play. No, you see, that was good, but he was on his phone. I deal with it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Up, I'm, when I'm on the clock, I'm on the clock. I mean, the clock's ticking now. He job, you know. We collect a paycheck for this. Yeah. From the good folks at Patreon. I still haven't seen a cent from them. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> scam artists. Patreon. It's like the biggest fucking scam. Yeah. Well, I heard they're about in this, to get. In this I think OnlyFans or them or someone is getting like mad sued. I don't know. Oh yeah. Yeah. I forget who. I think it might be OnlyFans. What OnlyFans do? That's so uh, egregious. I don't know. Probably money laundering or something. I hope. Not paying out properly or something or other. Knowing I don't know who sued them or what's going on. Yeah. Copyright Simpsons pornography on OnlyFans. Ugh, I hate <laughs> when that happens. I actually got a, uh, a message today from when I used to drive Lyft mm-hmm. that was just like one of their little notification from like the number's like 274-65 or something. So one of those automated messages. But it was like, due to a law, due to a pending lawsuit, rideshare may soon no longer be legal in Los Angeles. Uh, click here to help support, you know, your boss overlords, like be able to exploit you for 10 cents an hour. <laughs> no. Indefinitely. <laughs> Fucking imagine the bulls on them. Yeah. <laughs> like help Isn't us out. Isn't the reason that they're getting, getting sued, sued is for probably for not paying you enough. Improper employee practices. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. Glasses, Doing all this fucking like, oh, well, you're contract worker technically. So yeah, man, no, they're, they're scum from what I hear. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I, I'll never go back. Well, I don't understand. There are a lot of people driving DoorDash now. That's the, that's the new thing. And you know, they're like, yeah, you can make this much money per hour. And it's, Sure, I guess, but the amount of fucking wear and tear in your car that that must do. That's constant. You make even less on DoorDash than you do on Lyft or Uber. That's why I don't understand why people are, why people even do it. I mean, I guess, you know, desperate times or whatever, but. Because think about the time it takes. Like, to me, that seems like you're actually risking having to spend $1,000 to mend a car that. Yeah, I'm assuming they're not all driving brand new up-to-date cars. It's the definition know? of precarity labor. It's the it's the whole idea of you can earn just enough to survive one more day to work. Yeah, because like you wake up the next morning and you got to buy a tank of gas and then you got to buy food for the day and stuff like that, and then you're back down to like a twenty dollar bank account balance. Yeah, so you got to work that up and you spend a whole day working that up, and then oh well, now I'm out of gas again, so I got to buy gas right. and I got to buy food for the day. And don't they? Fuck I lived you on this life for too? I lived this life for a long fucking time, and yes, they absolutely wreck you on your taxes. Yeah, that's balance. And workplace fatality. Oh, More debts roof. than police officers. Jack or... your insurance really? up through the roof. Well, yeah, you think about it. You're working More like delivery than people. police officers, I don't believe. But you're what? Yeah, delivery what? people. You don't believe that? I don't believe that. With car more. crashes oh. being the biggest thing that kills Americans next to like heart disease. The police are also driving cars. I mean, like, it, they don't I die. don't think they're at much more yeah, of a risk. Yeah, but they're behind, they? de- they're behind desks and stuff. Okay, well, it's like deaths per like. I would like to see that statistic. That doesn't sound true. I think that's. I, was like I read a, it that. Was like a I read that in the Sleazak Gazette. Yeah, well, that's my source. And yeah. the Sleazy Times. That, yeah. that, that sounds. Times. That sounds like some slightly uh, misleading numbers there, but we'll see. I don't know. Do cops actually die on the job that often? I don't think they do. Not. It's actually not 
Not really. I mean, they die. Depends what you mean by often, I guess. By often, yeah. I like, mean, like I'll bet you there's like twelve cop fatalities a year per state. Uh, in the line that of might duty, have, if you across know. all fifty states, that might even be high. Well, like, yeah, in the I mean, line probably of duty in like fucking Rhode Island, no, but yeah. Because, I mean, like, when a cop gets killed, it's a story. It's a news story. You know That's what I mean? That's always true. Oh, yeah. On local news, if you watch local it, yeah. News. Local yeah. news. Yeah, local news, right. Yeah, well, when someone dies in a car accident in a news story on local news, happens every day. Well, yeah. So, uh, I, if you're so asking then, me if more people die in car crashes than cops per year, then sure. But it's completely, yeah, that's what we said. That's a completely different metric. No, you were talking about DoorDash specifically. Oh, well, yeah, that might not be true. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought the argument was that or more delivery cops, drivers. Yeah. I thought the argument was that more people die in the line of duty as police officers than die in car crashes. Oh no! <laughs> I was like, that doesn't no, seem no, accurate no, no. at all. Not car crashes in general, but um, well, who knows? I mean, I don't know. I would say that in Los Angeles, thirty percent of all cars on the road at any given time are working for a livery service of some kind. That's I read that in the. Uh, the sleazy times as well. <laughs> I love, I'm just going to start using the sleazy times as a source for all my bullshit stats. So, so from the uh, Department of Labor in 2018, mm-hmm. uh, on the top 25 most deadliest professions in the United States, firefighters, um, f- uh, police and sheriff's patrol officers is number 16. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, number six are driver workers and truck drivers. Damn. Seriously? Yeah. Number six, number one are loggers. loggers well, driver yeah. workers and truck drivers getting oh, that's, pushed in together. On, yeah, that that's, might be something about different. that. Cause I feel like truck drivers probably fall asleep and go off the road all the time. Yeah. Not only that, they're just the sheer fucking amount of them. You know, like the sheer amount of people who do some kind of either trucking or like if you're also conflating people who drive around the neighborhood with DoorDash and fucking people who drive across state in a truck, icy roads and shit. What are you saying? What are you going to say? Also, uh, number five on that list are your refuse and recyclable material collectors. That's right. Your trash man That's yeah. mafia. is dying. It's because it's mafia. I mean, I'm in waste management. I'm in waste management. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Johnny. That's 100% it's because the mafia owns <laughs> the trash. That's kind of fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think like. <laughs> Where did podcasters fall on that list? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, probably number two from suicide. <laughs> like number 50. <laughs> the highest suicide. Rate. Where are dentists? Let's just go through them. Do you guys Give want the, the list? Yeah, yeah let's do the whole list. Oh, yeah, 10, 10 to 1. 10 to 1. All right. We'll speculate. Well, 16, you had police officers, okay. right? And sheriffs. Of that low, honestly. Yeah. Um, from, from 11 to 15, you have power installers, ground maintenance workers, agricultural workers, construction, and then first line supervisors of mechanics and installers. Does it say how it's uh, how it's measured? Like is it done as a percentage or a kind um, of mean average or is it just numbers? Cuz if it's just numbers that makes sense, but if not It's it's averaged uh from f- Four centuries back of data. That's why loggers are number one. <laughs> um, it's number of Pirates. fatal number of fatal accidents per one hundred thousand full time equivalent workers. Okay, okay, that's a pretty good. I think that's a fair metric. So, but then again, with police officers, like you say, yeah, there are a lot of desk job police officers who never even leave the yeah, station. So that's, that, yeah, so that's going to bring it down. So well, no, they actually said patrol. Then. They said patrol officers. Oh, Ooh, did, they didn't say both. Damn, dude. no, they said police oh, and okay. sheriff's patrol yeah. officers for oh, specific. Okay. I mean, uh, but they also say that in this, but it might, who knows what they actually considered. All right, um, so number 10, give us, give it to us. Yeah. Number 10. Yeah. F- 
first-line supervisors of landscaping, lawn service, and groundskeeping workers. How? <laughs> so not the workers, you, the but the supervisors. How does that even, even for... You had a thing, maybe like electrocutions. Uh, that's something else. I would, that first of all, not that's sure. not even a job I would think about. Yeah. First line supervisors. First line supervisors. Of landscaping and architecture. Yeah. Maybe like they're not dishing out money enough. Getting, maybe. Well, maybe it's because maybe it's because if they're like testing the stability of a structure, it's their job to go out and test it. So if like something falls down, it ends up falling down on them. Maybe. They're Maybe. like the captain of the ship. You know what I mean? That's true. Or they're like, you fucking built this all wrong. See? And they hit their fist on it. And then it just topples over on top of them. Yeah. I mean, a kind of cartoonish. Yeah. <laughs> I, had a, I had a friend Hoover who was the stuff. first responder yeah. at accident for uh, accidents at Coachella. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when they build the stages. And the guy who died there, last, uh, the last Coachella they had, he was a supervisor who was the guy who told everyone to do their safety checks. Mm-hmm. Well, he went up on top of the stage to go get something real quick. Didn't do his safety check and uh, fell to his splashy death. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> First line supervisor. Have you ever on the podcast told the, the Burning Man security story? Oh, uh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's so awesome. I don't think I have to. Yeah. Yeah. There was a, a guy I know uh, who he was an actor and um, every year. Like, so every we did the show at the same kind of time every year. And every year he was a big burner. Is that what they call themselves? Burners? Burner. Yeah. So he'd go, he'd go to Burning Man every year. He'd been doing it for like 20 years or something and, you know, uh, had gotten involved to the point where he actually helped out uh, specifically with security. So this year he was super excited about going and his job was basically to manage the security around the Burning Man at the mm-hmm. end of the festival. Because apparently it's a kind of tradition for people to try and run into it while it's burning. So it's huge, massive burning wood and all kinds of shit, and people try and run into it to kill themselves. They should just let him, by the way. Ah, I don't know why they don't. They but... don't want that on their hands. Well, it's like, you know, that's the whole thing about the whole experiment, right? What does society do when it's left to its own devices? Well, people throw themselves into fire. <laughs> dies, and you just yeah. let them. True. Yeah, but uh, no, so I, think they, I think you said that there's like 150 people around the perimeter making sure people don't do that specifically. Mm-hmm. And then, people. yeah. And he's all excited because this is his year. Oh, he loves this it. Yeah, shot. yeah. Uh, and I've read in the news uh, that year because it made news that I think four people had died. <laughs> <laughs> it was like bigger than normal. And. Uh, <laughs> And he said the yeah, and like then we did the show again in October, and he's like kind of dejected. And <laughs> I remember my mate Joggy was just trying to make light of it. He goes, "DW, what happened? He had one job." <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have said his name. Ah, fuck it, initials. But uh, yeah, he um, <laughs> and then he was like, "Yeah, no, it was really bad. One of them, I guess, ran in, but then we pulled him out." Like usually, I guess they they say that if they've run in and they're too far in, don't even pull them out because it's cruel. But I guess this guy didn't quite go far enough in, so they did pull him out. A, so he burned. He, so he died of his injuries like four and a half hours later. <laughs> he died a horrid death. Yeah, he wanted to die. Well, I that's mean- the thing. Yeah, you got to imagine that someone who's willing to do that. They've been waiting the whole, maybe the whole year or something, and they I get can't there wait to kill myself. They're like, glory. this is it. I'm gonna die in the fucking my favorite place on earth, and I'm gonna be like, he's probably off his head. I'm fucking whatever. September's he's never like, gonna end for me. Yeah, dude. this is perfect, and here's how it's I go, and beautiful. it's gonna be perfect, yeah. and I'm gonna burn and become one with the land that I love here and then you're running in you're like it's happening it's happening my fucking hands on fire and then suddenly wait no, you, you <laughs> no, no. 
and then just searing, searing pain for four, for four hours. and a half hours, <laughs> being dragged into a tent <laughs> like, with a bunch of dipshit like med school dropouts that are like, I can volunteer to be medic at the Burning Man Museum because you know they don't got like the finest doctors. Quick, get some herbs. <laughs> Blow on. Do it. Do you have any yarrow on him? He's on fire. <laughs> I saw maggots worked in house. Do we have any maggots spitting on him? Yeah, to let's, put him out. let's do a rain dance. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the and drum circle? Bring them in. <laughs> he's just he's renouncing Burning Man with his final breaths. He's renouncing Burning Man. Yeah. Everything. <laughs> All right, one second. I gotta go. Uh, hello. You can just pause it. Yeah. Well. He'll cut this out. He ran it. He kept it running because he likes to. If any gold happens by accident, yeah, you know, any, any accidental gold, you gotta make sure that accidental oh, gold. Thank you so much. What uh, what my grandpa gives my grandma in the morning? Accidental gold. Accidental gold. What's that mean? He pees on. Oh God! <laughs> and it's an accident. Number nine. <laughs> Burning Man. Okay. <laughs> Burning Man employees. Number eight. No, number nine. First line supervisors. A lot of supervisors dying. Of construction trades and extraction workers. Yeah, that makes sense. So it's very similar to number 10. Very similar right, number what's 10. What's number eight? We already riffed out number nine. Yeah. <laughs> number eight, structural iron and steel workers. Yeah, Ooh. I can believe that. Well, yeah. You know. Yeah, the fucking the heights they were at. Well, especially the ones who were like building the Twin Towers when they were installing the bombs. I'm sure that's what put the, them yeah. at number eight on the list. Yeah, yeah. like Tower 7. Well, like, like when they were yeah. installing the bombs for the fake demolition later. Well, they accidentally... They set a few off when they were... <laughs> <laughs> Oops! It went off too early. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the new guy dropped him down the elevator shaft. Yeah, oh <laughs> Yeah, um... Have you? I mean, have you seen those videos of uh, people who, for a living, for, and it's, I think they get paid pretty well to do it, but they have to go up, like uh, you know, radio control towers or yeah. other insanely high yeah. constructions. I know a guy uh, who does that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, quite often they do it with like very minimal. They have video, you know, GoPro it's videos of it. Else, it terrifies it? me to even watch it's, it. I'm I'm already pretty afraid of heights. Yeah, I don't like heights. Either. I know some people who aren't. Like, I know some people who will go sit on the top of a building, like a skyscraper, and they'll do everything to just sit with their legs hanging off the edge. Yeah, man. And I'm like, fuck that and fuck you. Like, no way. A cold, like a strong gust and you're dead. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there or was some a- drunk idiot pushes you. Yeah. There was a uh, the trend for, um, I don't know if it's still popular, but kind of like extreme climbing, I guess. So yeah. it was kind of like it, an offshoot of parkour. Yeah, yeah. So it's people who did parkour and mostly in like the Ukraine and kind of like, you know, Eastern Bloc type countries, uh, just climbing the, the most insanely dangerous uh, constructions that they can. And yeah, hanging off like one hand off a fucking butt. Like, must be hundreds of feet in the air. Saw that at Hollywood Highland Center, the uh, those massive elephants, you know, oh, in the yeah. middle of the Hollywood Highland. One oh. of the times we we're at Dave and Buster's walking out, look up. There's these drunk ass people hanging from the top of the elephant. Oh my god! At the very by their top, hands? like they're just gripping it. Yeah, they're sitting on the edge, hanging Damn, like by holy their hands. Hell, dude. Thought I, I was really, gonna see a murder. Yeah. yeah, I know a guy who like. I mean, it wasn't Big Ben, but it was something like Big Ben. He was on top of a giant structure, changing a giant light bulb. 
Right. Like he walks up there. Like he, I don't know how he even gets up there because the GoPro starts while he's already up there. Yeah. And he's just like, like sits, like sits down on it, straddles like the stalk of the bulb. Yeah. Both hands unscrews it, sets it aside, screws in the new one. Man, I'm scared changing a light bulb standing on a chair. And like, and like, yeah. And like you're looking just down past his feet and you can't see anything. Yeah. You just see clouds because that's how high up he is. Yeah. Um, and no way, man. No. No uh, I way. Could, I couldn't even get it's, close to that. I'd like to like also that. contest the the notion of a so-called fear of heights. Because that's put in with, like, phobias. Like, oh, a it's fear... It's pretty of, rational, though. Exactly. It's like, yeah. oh, you know, <laughs> fear of spiders, fear of clowns, fear of heights. And it's like, okay, what about fear of gun to your face? Because that's basically what a height is. I guess you're confronted with heights far more often. It's considered a part of life, you know, occasionally to deal with being high up somewhere. So... That's why I think it is classified as a phobia. But that's absurd because, like, if you're looking at, like, standing on the top of a fucking cliff and not wanting to dangle your legs over the edge and people are like, fear of heights, huh? Oh, what, are you scared of heights? It's like, yeah, you should be. That's like, um, like, I, what I'm saying is if there's someone who can stand that high and not be afraid, there's actually something wrong with them. Like, that's the pathology. I don't know. Oh, absolutely. I know. That's the same with arachnophobia. You Take know. it from Dr. Max. Well, like you're you're afraid of the ocean, right? Would you consider that a phobia? Yes, because that's unreasonable. Why is that unreasonable, though? Because the ocean, by and large, when people are in the ocean, nothing happens to the them. Same with people standing up uh, in high places. Most that's of the time, they're not going to die. Yeah, we just learned that it's the eighth most. Yeah, lifeguard, lifeguards aren't <laughs> in the top ten over here. Nah, look, look, look. A Steel workers. There's a difference between that and standing just on wait, like, Dude, just wait until we get to yeah. number four. Heights. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty scared of heights. Uh, like, even that, you remember that house in San Diego with the had a staircase that goes up three yeah, stories? It and it's fucking glass. All the stairs were yeah. glass. You looked down. So you could look down and it was like you were standing on nothing. It was fucking horrible. Well, and me, it's like, especially when you're like walking. On, giving out. Yeah. When you're walking on that staircase and you've had a few, like I had that night. I'd had a few beers. Yeah, you were fucking rolling. I was rolling. Was we were rolling. singing our song parodies about safety. Yeah, it was great. A great night. And uh, and suddenly, like, I'm looking down and like, oh, yeah, right beneath my feet is the fucking abyss waiting to swallow me up. Yeah. And he said that, too. Yeah. He went, Sean, <laughs> look at this. Right below my feet, the abyss waiting to swallow me up. What do you think? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> number <Home>. seven <laughs> all right, all right number, number, seven. Seven. number seven farmers ranchers and other agricultural managers so that's surprising to me yeah i'm kind of surprised by that again too. was this data pulled from like the 1500 yeah, 2018 deaths in 2018 farmers and yeah that's confusing that is really shocking well to me. you think about there's a lot more farming and ranching, and they also see other agricultural managers. So maybe that includes water and power. Maybe mm. what they're including in that, I don't know. I but don't know. farmers and ranchers, I mean, you have all you have all that uh, all that it, huge industri- industrial yeah all that huge industrial equipment. Okay, you've got uh, wild animals that could stampede you. Yeah, um, you also got that probably. Oh, I guess. This does that. Eh, number two, you would maybe consider 
an agricultural man. And that's not agriculture. So I guess well, don't number spoil two. It. Don't won't. spoil it. <laughs> yeah. Don't ruin the suspense. Yeah. I'm bad at suspense. Guys. That's crazy. <laughs> Agriculture's well, uh, that's shockingly Seven. high up. There. That's pretty high. Yeah. yeah. I know that. I know someone. That who, pro- oh, oh, that also has to do with meat packing. Meat packing. There's a lot of fatalities uh, jungle, in meat packing. Baby. A lot of fatalities in meat packing. The jungle. Upton Sinclair's The Jungle was all about the meatpacking industry. Oh, okay. 1908. Yeah. Right? 1908? The Jungle? Yeah. Probably. Fast Food Nation by Eric Slosser. Yeah. What do you think of that? Number Fast s- Food Nation, Sean. Number six, we already, <laughs> uh, we already talked about. Dri- uh, driver workers and truck drivers. Yeah. Number Us. five, we also already talked about. What? Refuse and re- uh, recyclable material collectors. Waste management. Waste management. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that opportunity to just say that I'm still watching The Sopranos, and boy, is it good. Yeah. Sopranos can't go wrong. It's so good. You should watch that, Sean. I've seen the fucking Sopranos. Oh, yeah? You know what else is good? Most Mad Men. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's 20 years old. I just old, discovered yeah. this new show, guys. It's called The Have Sopranos. Have you heard of The Sopranos? <laughs> You know, I saw this really dark show the other day. It's called Law and Order. Because <laughs> half of the episode, it's the cops. Yeah, and the yeah. other half, it's the lawyers. Is that how that... I, I don't think I've ever seen Law and Order, to be yeah. honest. That's... Yeah, that's... Yes. Yes, Max. Since 1989, that's what they've been doing. This show always struck me as bullshit. Why is that? There's like 700 episodes. They can't be good. There's a lot of crimes, Max. <laughs> <laughs> do they take... Do they... <laughs> They, got a lot they to don't say. stop. <laughs> That's also me as a judge. I'm like, how could there be another case? <laughs> like another murder suicide? Come kidding? on. Yeah. All right. Number four. Roofers. I believe that. Heights kill. I got I got one for that. Do you remember the show Smart Guy starring Taj Mowry? Hell yes, yeah, I do. He was a smart guy. He was. Little smart. Do you know this so Sean? Do they have this in no. England? No. It was uh, Taj Mowry. It was like a black family sitcom back in the day. And it was Taj Mowry, little brother of Tia and Tamara Mowry from Sister, Sister. Do you remember Sister, Sister? Nope. Wow. You guys did not have these shows over there. To be fair, they were a lower grade sitcom. This is like ABC. Yeah, know, they're Disney Channel T- sitcoms. TGIF, you know, stuff like that. Not quite as popular as Boy Meets World. Right. But almost. But so smart guy. I remember that was the whole thing was his dad was a roofer. Yeah, and because they only had one set to go between, like all sitcoms on television back then, they lived in like this really nice house with multiple stories and shit on their single father's roofing salary. See, but that's the thing though is like they're I I can't remember where they are, but I think they're like middle of the country. It's like you can afford a house like that, middle of the country. That's true, man. On a roofer's salary. I always remember finding Home Alone really weird when I was a kid because that family seemed to live in what I would consider a mansion. Yeah. But it's never mentioned. You know, it's like, they have seven kids or whatever, and they live in this, what must be at least a yeah, seven-bedroom house, well, probably. Well, both of the parents are like, you can tell, like, the, they don't say what the parents do, I don't think. No, they look pretty well to the do. parents are both like... But yeah. it's still strange that you just wouldn't even mention that, you know? Like, <laughs> it's never brought up. I don't think you would get that now so much. I don't, I don't think any John Hughes movie talks about why the parents are rich. They're just always rich. Yeah. yeah. Except for, what's his face? Judd, uh, Judd Nelson's dad. Yeah. Is yeah. that his name, Judd Nelson? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, guy yeah. from Breakfast Club? Judd Crandall. No, Dad! How about you? <laughs> that one? Is that the guy? What about Judd Crandall? 
Don't go in that yeah. pet cemetery now. Don't go up there now. Remember that? They don't come back the way they were. <laughs> You're doing it way better. <laughs> that's, that's good. Yeah. That's pretty good, man. You just watched that recently, didn't you? Like a year or two ago, yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's better than the fucking new one. You see that? No. They had John Lithgow bad, yeah. doing that role. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> but they took away is he, anything. He, is he like playing no. a like an East Coast country guy? Well, yeah, but yeah. he's not doing anything near as eccentric a performance as, uh, what's his name? Fred Gwynn, I think. Yeah, it is the, Fred Gwynn. Yeah. Good, good pull. He was great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> the only saving grace of that movie, really. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, so it's John Lithgow. Don't go down that route. That's like so funny. Yeah. Can you guys do a John Lithgow impression? No. No, but my kid was watching Shrek the other day, and John yeah. Lithgow is the voice of Lord, Lord Farquaad. Farquaad. Yeah, yeah. Or as I later understood it to be, it's Lord Fuckwad, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And there's a bit where he's like jerking off. Yeah. What? Yeah. There's yeah. a bit where he makes the mirror. You know the the magic mirror from I guess Snow White. Mm-hmm. He makes it uh, show him Princess Fiona when he's in bed at night and the mirror has this kind of grim look on his face and shows him and he's like, yes, yes. And he's jerking it? It's and they imp- show it's the implied. implied. Yeah, they oh. show it, Max. <laughs> yeah, don't, you, don't, you, don't you remember the money shot in Shrek? Like, he comes all over his hairy belly yeah. in Shrek. And he's like, pigs, clean it up. Oh, I hate cleaning up his cum off his belly. <laughs> Yeah, you don't remember that. He's so sticky. <laughs> remember at the end when they do the Shrek's karaoke dance party? Yeah. They're all singing the different songs and they cut to him inside the dragon's belly. Yeah. Jerking off. <laughs> and the music, because he starts off, he's like, staying alive, staying alive. And then he's beating it. And like the camera lingers on him as the music kind of fades out. Just until stays he comes. there, yeah. <laughs> And then they finally resume. <laughs> well, isn't it's implied in I think one of the other ones? I only saw the sequels maybe once. Uh, isn't it implied that the donkey somehow had babies with the dragon? It's not implied they did. Have well, yeah, babies. they did, right? Well, yeah, that I, implies a very yeah, unusual sexual congress. Hell yeah, dude! I Donkeys seem, and dragons. I seem to recall yeah. that. Damn, Shrek- your pussy is huge. <laughs> <laughs> he's that's all a, the way inside it dude, that's scary a, that's, a, that's a thick dick donkey I'll tell you what. I seem to recall in Shrek 4D the attraction at Universal Studios yeah. that there was something about the sexual congress between uh, the dragon and the and the donkey. Well, I, the, I don't remember the if the dragon kids show up. 4D, no, the so dragon saves it. everybody yeah. at the end. He's like, that's my that's baby, right. and I wrecked that shit or something. Yeah, yeah. I think he says that. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I tear that dragon up. <laughs> oh, man, this is... Whew, we're going to put this on bonus content. I was a blue for you. It's a little blue. <laughs> I mean, I, admittedly, oh, I was the one All that dragon it. pussy. I can't... I can't describing the scaly vagina of his lover. Yeah. All right, what's the next profession? Number three. Ooh, we're already way up there. Aircraft. going to last us a whole episode. <laughs> no. Number three, aircraft pilots in flight engineers. Interesting. Aircraft pilots. Wouldn't that... That's, you have to think it's all the small crafts. Yeah, I guess that's what they're referring to, right? Yeah, it's oh, probably. Would so you think they're including the military in that as well? Crafts. They might be. They might be. <laughs> yeah, they in might which be case, talking about military. Sure. Yeah. All right. Number Probably. two, 
fishers and related fishing workers. Oh, I got one for this. Do you remember catfish noodling? I used to Google pictures of catfish noodling all the time. Was it kind of like, um, oh, like the mud holes? It was dudes would go out into the waters, stick their whole arm in a hole. Yeah. And then they'd come up with the catfish, like, biting them up to their elbow. Uh And I found this so horrifying. And I would just Google it compulsively when I was, like, 11 or 12 years old. I don't think there were many deaths from catfish, though. No, but isn't that scary to think about having your your whole arm inside a catfish? The way I've seen it done, uh, which apparently works, is you kind of, you do the uh, Coca-Cola Mentos trick. You know, you shake up some Mentos in a Coca-Cola mm-hmm. and then take it off and pour it upside down inside the hole and the fish just come out. Are you being silly? No, it's true. There are videos of that. It just, it like smokes them out kind of? Basically, yeah. They they oh, either weird. fizz up to the top or something. I don't know what happens, but yeah, they essentially well, fly out. if you're especially cruel, what you do is you reach in there, you still noodle, but you have a hand full of Mentos. <laughs> so in the catfish, you're deep in the catfish's stomach. Yeah, you put a little Fuck bit yeah. of Diet Coke, a little <laughs> capsule of Diet Coke in the end of that too. Squeeze the capsule of Diet Coke, it yeah. activates with the Mentos. Yeah, <laughs> I always, I, I, I feel like people do die from catfish noodling though. Because they get pulled under. Because sometimes those catfish get to be 20, 30, 40 feet long. And uh, <laughs> I, can, I, can, I can guarantee you that uh, fishers. I think you'd find one of those in a hole. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm pretty hole. sure the fishing deaths aren't number two because of catfish noodling. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, pretty sure it's, I'm pretty sure the fisheries aren't out striping police officers on the streets. I don't know, dude. I honestly don't know. A pickerel has claimed another life. <laughs> I don't know. I I can't. I guess if you go on like those fishing boats, you know, and you go oh, way out into which sea, which is where fishing happens. No, I know, but I'm not talking about like the proper ones. You know, like a proper motorboat. I mean, you know, yeah, like, the, like the dangerous catch get, shit. Yeah, yeah, or like maybe even crabbers. You know, I can imagine. Yeah, that. I think crabbers must get included because they call it the deadliest catch because yeah. related <laughs> I think, related fishing workers. Yeah, I think it's because oh yeah, those people die. Is and this, they probably this, also um, die of other things like being out at sea and not. That's being what able I was to about get, to say. Is yeah. this the, is this the U.S. alone? Yes. Okay, because that would include like Alaska yeah. and places. Because yeah. we're picturing like violent deaths, but there's probably also quite a few people who just get sick. Yeah, and die. Yeah, like chemical poisoning. Even if and some even of these if they ones. get them to a hospital, if they die of something they caught on the job, that still counts as a workplace fatality. Yeah, Turns like you could out die. In Subway pneumonia. is number yeah. one just because of the asbestos that they found. Subway. Yeah. Well, there's another reason Subway has danger in the workplace. Why, Mister Fogle creeping around? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's not fatal though. It's just just traumatic. <laughs> Oh, it is if he has his way. Yeah. <laughs> he'll, he'll silence you. You know, when I was a kid, I always felt like I was being uh, groomed through those commercials. Yeah. I was like such a little tubby little kid. And I was like, if I just eat enough Subway clubs, I'll be like Jared. Maybe he'll mm-hmm. like me. Yeah. Maybe I'll be good in Are his eyes. Are they able to even pretend that anymore? That Subway is like a weight loss mechanism? <laughs> Honestly, no. It's, it's not a weight loss mechanism, but it's amongst, amongst not fast food. that bad for you. I mean, I think it's well because you always you're like, okay, well, what did you eat, right? What did you eat? You asked Jared, and he like I remember him being a little baby's butthole because he was because he was a a hero of mine growing up. (laughs) Well, this guy makes a living off eating fast food. I genuinely remember (laughs) how awesome. I genuinely remember watching him in an interview on like the Rosie O'Donnell show or one of those daytime talk shows. 
And he said, like, it's absolutely true. Every day for lunch, I ate a six inch uh, sub from Subway and a Diet Coke, and I lost X amount of weight. Yeah, and I also had AIDS. Well, I think it was like, yeah, he had like. He That's had the like, South Park joke, by I the way. He, AIDS is in assistants, you know, trainers and stuff, mm. personal trainers and nutritionists. Well, I mean, I'm. And AIDS. We and can, AIDS. HIV AIDS. We could joke around all we want, but like. Jared Fogel really accomplished some amazing things. <laughs> <laughs> he really outreached the early education community. Yeah. And just, but like, no, I mean, was, like he was really good about making his appointments to speak to schools. Don't guy, know why the guy who defends Jared Fogel, yeah. like you know how like you know there's always so he's like, look, let's not. It's like anti cancel culture, but only for Jared <laughs> Fogel. <laughs> I bet he does have a supporter somewhere. Oh, yeah. Somewhere there are people who are like, you know what? The fogies. I think he did such good things with those sandwiches. Yeah. Yeah, fogelheads. (laughs) He did such good things with those sandwiches and promoting health in children that, you know, maybe we should just give a few to him. (laughs) I know me and my my fellow foglers, we... uh, Well, yeah, we totally believe that that was a uh, that that was a Quiznos um, pro- <laughs> propaganda campaign. Yeah, it was sabotage. Were yeah. either of you guys with me? I don't think you were. I think it was me, David, and for some reason, like Jason or something like that. We were all at Idle Hour one night back when that was open, and back no, when still open. anyone could just walk in. And just stand around with you and just walk up to your table and talk to you. That can't happen. You, you mean like a bar? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's only been a few months of this nonsense. It was the day. It was like, a, I'm saying it was like, those are good times. But especially because this fella comes up to us and starts saying all kinds of things. He's clearly off his head. It's this black fella. And he's talking about like, I think he's talking about God or something. But like he's saying almost like, nonsense of such a disconnected variety that I can't even repeat it here. And then he comes to his conclusion, which is Michael Jackson did not touch any kids. A lot (laughs) of people have that. But that was like the conclusion. And it was like, he walked up just to inform us that Michael Jackson didn't touch any kids. (laughs) Yeah, it was good. Can any of you survive on a six inch subway sandwich though? Yeah, I need yeah. to get the full foot long. I can, I can never. Well, you know what I like is inches. the Jersey Mike's. Here's what I've been getting. Jersey Mike's is expensive for a foot long, though. Yeah, it is. Jersey Mike's sixteen dollars they because they don't give you a foot long. These guys, they give you like a ten inch or a sixteen inch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I get the sixteen inch and I eat it for lunch and dinner. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I get. Turkey, tomato, lettuce, mayonnaise. I don't care. That, that doesn't answer my question. So, yes, I can survive on a, on six a sandwich. Inch, a six-inch Subway? Well, I can survive on an eight-inch Jersey Mike's twice a day. Okay, well, I'm talking about Subway, specifically. <laughs> if, Plus breakfast. If I was... Oatmeal and eggs. Eating... I mean, that's like... You couldn't eat one six-inch a day and be like, that was my food for the day. No, no, no. But just for lunch. But for a meal, it's just not satisfying enough. I need oh, the full I thing. Oh, I think for a lunch... Really? For a lunch, you could do a six inch. In fact, oh, you should I'm do a six inch. Fatter than both of you, I guess. I, yeah, I can't. Uh, I can't do that. I've been, I dude. I've more. been packing on the pounds. I just crossed two twenty for the first time. Oh fuck yeah! You're heavier than me again. I mean, not right for on. the first time, but like first time in a while. And it's also it was like one of those middle of the day weights. Like it's not my morning weight. Uh huh. But but I'm close enough that that like five pounds in the middle of the day fluctuation crosses the two twenty mark. So yeah. not a good sign. 
He's like, yeah, you know, that pre-shit post-depression eating weight, you know, like that, oh, yeah, when you're like dude. five pounds heavier than your normal walking weight. It's actually true. Yeah. Like, weigh yourself in the morning. You'll weigh less than you do at the end of the day. Significantly less. Well, yeah. Well, I, I just think it's interesting. But then you're going to wake up skinny again. Yeah, I'm not going to be 220 in the morning, I hope. <laughs> it's I just an know. afternoon weight. Do you wake up with an erection that might add on a few pounds? No, I think it decreases pounds. Yeah, and you okay? Because it's hanging off. The- oh wow, <laughs> that's what we're going for. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man! Had to get that in. <laughs> Got <laughs> it. Finally, do, do headshot. We, we can end the podcast now. <laughs> and that is a series finale yeah. for Four Quality Podcast. I'd like to thank my hosts, uh, Max and Sean. This is a glorious ride. All Fuck right, yeah. so what's number one? Number one. We already talked about number one. Yeah, what? you ruined it already. Yeah, I fucked this up. I've what actually forgotten what it is, though. What is it? I actually hope that everyone listening forgot, because number one, logging workers. Yeah. Oh, I have something for this. Do you? Why do you have something for all these professions <laughs> that I guarantee you, you don't know anyone who does this? Because he's oh. the master of wood. Well, hey. <laughs> all right. Fuck yeah. Ah. What's, the, what's going on today? Hey. Did this turn into the Anthony Cumia Studios all of a sudden? Hey. I think it was when we started talking about the donkey uh, Are we eating out that dragon. media now where we're all just roasting each other for being gay? Hey. Maybe gentlemen. You suck so many dicks. Gentlemen, yeah. let's do better. Okay. <laughs> You're right. I should stop punching down. Yeah, stop punching down at <laughs> me. Stop punching down sake. at Max and start punching up. I only Sean. care when it's directed at me. <laughs> I'm like, guys, let's do better. Wouldn't that be awesome if everyone started calling Anthony Cumia gay on like Twitter and he started being like, guys, I think we can do better. Like, punching down has been <laughs> like someone becoming woke just to spare themselves from being called gay. I think it's happened. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Anyway, so. So, loggers, you have a. You have a my, I come from loggers. What do you mean you come from loggers? My uncle, my uncle before him. Their you whole mean like family. logging accounts? You know, like, <laughs> yeah, fishers come from a long <laughs> line of loggers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They <laughs> they find the dates of certain transactions. <laughs> oh, they, I thought you meant like logging key phrase, key passwords, and stuff. No. Nah. How much time left? Sorry. What the fuck? Uh, he's showing me a score. Oh. Basketball, um, baby. Oh, right. okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so anyway, so I come from a long line of loggers of Oregonian descent. Because I don't know if you know this or not, but a lot of logging happened in Oregon because of their rich forests. And um, like my uncle was on the board of the logging museum, like the board of directors for the logging museum in Oregon. I come from loggers. So like I have... So much, like so many pictures of like, and this is my great uncle, by the way. Uh, but like pictures of him with his giant ass neck beard, like clean face and long neck beard, like sitting there, like on a fucking leather strap. Was he a fucking Mormon logger? Was he like Amish? Um, no, no, that's just that was just the style for loggers back then. Okay, and like like hanging on the leather strap at the top of the tree, like sawing and shit, like. It's I come from loggers, and yes, he did confirm that many dead? people died on the fucking job. All right, the like, yeah. trees would fall over on them, or they, they'd fall off. What do they think trees. of you? Where you're like, I want to be an English well, I, teacher. I gave him a lot of info about Alice in Wonderland. And I want to be Jared Fogle. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do remember that uncle. You're going to be a logger, son. No, that going to sell sandwiches. <laughs> I hate trees. <laughs> Fuck trees! That uncle, I would go to his house, actually. That uncle lived in a really interesting <laughs> house. 
his house <laughs> <a> fucking log <laughs> just in a tree instantly like, got yeah instantly yeah. got an image of like a fucking <laughs> woodland creature you know like a cartoon he opens the door of this drawn into yeah. the trunk and fucking well, bird comes and sits on his shoulder <laughs> well actually i mean you're not that far off but he lived oh, in a, okay <laughs> he lived in a big house that was actually a historic home on the historic tour of this small town in Oregon because it was formerly a hospital that had been converted into a semi-large home. But, you know, hospitals were tiny back then. It probably had like three rooms in it or something. But like my aunt's craft room that I hung out and uh, watched TV in, I later found out was the fucking OR. That's where they used to do the lobotomies. Yeah, like yeah. straight up. And so like this, this place, if hauntings were real, and they are, this place must have been rife with torn spirits of people who had died on the operating table without anesthesia and shit like that. And it was it was like had two floors, but they weren't they had to install an Archimedean staircase of their own because the only stairs in it were accessible from the outside. It was like a really interesting, weird house. But my logger uncle, after he retired and probably before he retired, Uncle was Log, Uncle Log, he <laughs> yeah. was really into carving Uncle Wood. Naturally. He was. He was really into carving. <laughs> and I'm he worn down. No, I'm going to whittle him. For he some won, reason, it was really into cutting wood. He, <laughs> he won awards for his carvings. They were so good. Like, he carved entire full-size carousel horses out of wood that were insanely intricate and That's well cool. done. It was fucking cool. And so they're like, just like, actually, we use uh, plastic for those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, He's never got to sell them. He just spent a lot of time doing them. I'll just say this. Well, they actually use wood for the base, and they put uh, like a plaster coating on the outside. And it's actually a fact that Jingles at Disneyland, Walt Disney's favorite horse on the King Arthur carousel, was, was not carved, designed was by, your- <laughs> by my uncle. <laughs> it was not designed by Uncle And wood. actually, my uncle is Walt Disney. <laughs> You know C.V. Uh, Wood? That was my uncle. C.V. Wood? Isn't that the guy who was uh, who worked for Disney when they launched it, and then he went... Uh, Up Iworks. And then he went and did Freedom Land in USA, and then eventually was the... Uh, uh, I haven't been watching Defunct Land. I don't know. <laughs> but I saw Land. they did an episode on Freedom Land USA. Was it cool? Yeah, it was all right. What's the, the ep- Dude, honestly, what was really cool is the episode on Coney Island. I it was like a 40-minute episode. Dude, That's a movie. Defunct Land is making the best content on YouTube right now. He's, if there's definitely, like last season, he would have won the most improved award. Yeah. Because season one was definitely fanboy shit. Yeah, it was corny. Yeah, it was real bad. Season two, you get some production. He starts telling a story better. Season three, you're like. Season okay. three, I don't even know what he's approaching, but he's doing a lot of stuff on abandoned and forgotten theme parks. Yeah. Really good stuff. Like, I heard he did one on, like, Mickey Mouse Park, which I guess was, like, a prototype of Disneyland. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's doing amazing. Do you watch Defunct Land? I've seen one or two. But I prefer, there's a guy in the UK who I think is trying to do the same thing. It's called, uh, the channel's called Expedition Theme Park. <laughs> All right. Oh, I've seen <laughs> those. Well, they're yeah. not as good. They're, they're not I mean, they're, good. Not, they're not bad. Like, they're they're informative, but it's usually, like, him taking these kind of misguided UK attempts at trying to do like a big attraction and just saying, and it was shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's essentially it. Or they read out the Wikipedia article or whatever, some article about financing me. Like, and yes, obviously it's shit. <laughs> he's like snarky. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. He obviously is, you know, just in England, but he's underwhelmed at yes. the level, the quality of the attractions that we tend to get over there. Cause really by and large, we're pretty bad at it. 
We tried very hard. At Thorpe Park. Well, yeah, people say it's good, but then I, when that opened, obviously I didn't go on it, but a lot of people went on it and they'd come back to school being like, yeah, I fucking had to go to the doctor afterwards because it hurt so bad. <laughs> are they like are, wrecked people's necks. And this is a genuine question. Are British people known for their engineering prowess? No. Well, they're not known for their theme parks over in England. Also, no, but, but, but they try. Yeah, they like, try. I, I think they've actually just announced what. Like the country has no money, but uh, I would imagine that somehow they've managed to publicly subsidize uh, the UK equivalent to Disneyland, and I think it's called London World. <laughs> or something like that is like the most unimaginative name. Does it make more sense just to go to Euro Disney? Honestly, yeah, which In also France. is poor. You know, yeah. no, they just, fixed that up. Euro Disney's yeah. So uh, when they when uh, Sabrina and Michaela when they First went, all, is it still called they Euro went, Disney? I don't know. Disneyland Paris. Paris. Whatever. That's I. I yeah. know it's Euro Disney. I don't know. I mean, uh, it was certainly when I went in the nineties, it was pretty fucking janky. Oh yeah, sure. but uh, yeah, the UK is. Full of like we try it really often. So we have Alton Towers, which you know has has its benefits and its minuses, and mm. Thorpe Park down south. Um, but occasionally they'll come up with something. Did I ever talk about Dickens World? <laughs> no. Oh, it's better now. Oh, you gotta look that up. That's like the best example of a total disaster, like a very British disaster. Yeah. Tell us about Dickens World. Well, yeah, they, they uh, opened it in Chatham, which isn't where Charles Dickens was born. Okay. Good. Already a good start. <laughs> but it is where he once got a boat, I think. <laughs> he once got crabs. He took a boat from Chatham Ducks to America. So they decided, cool. look, fair enough. You yeah. don't have to put it in the yeah, yeah. whatever. But it was like really highly publicized. It cost a lot of money. And uh, we went not long after open. And I'd already heard that it was a disaster. Well, was I was kind of like, oh, I want to go. That sounds what type fun. Of park was it? It was an indoor, so it was in a strip mall next it's to. Permanently closed. Yeah, it's been permanently closed for a few in years. Kent, they England. tried. They tried. Um, it says it's in Kent, England. Kent's the county. Chatham is the Chatham Dockside. Yeah, Chatham Docks is the place, and uh, it, so it's indoors. It was in like uh, basically a big strip mall, like an industrial estate. Uh, it officially opened to the public on May 25th, 2007, yeah, yeah. and it closed on October 12th of 2016. Right <laughs> I mean, it's good because I don't I'm remember all the Jamie. details, but I do remember what it was like in there. I remember what it was fucking like in there because it was like, you know, I was 16 and my mom took us because it wasn't too far from where we live. So, yeah, yeah, we went thinking like, okay, it'll be maybe a bit shit, but oh, God, it couldn't, you couldn't be prepared for how shit it was. Uh, I'm not going to bore you with why it was so bad, but hey, well, wait, I just want to know what the wait, premise wait. of the park was. Well, it, it's I can basically like Victorian London for the most part. Indoors. So it's like, but it's not roller so, coasters or anything. No, there were like sets and then there were events and attractions. Like for instance, uh, Molly's Haunted House, which Fuck. didn't have anything in it. Paper mache frog. No, it had, no, it had a screen. <laughs> it had a screen with Molly's ghost on it. The, uh, the, um, wait, is that the Haunted House? Yeah, the Muppet versions. Maybe they changed it from Marley's Haunted House, and uh, it's the Muppet versions. Remember Statler, yeah, yeah. where Marley and Marley. Right. <laughs> uh, they they had a boat ride that sadly wasn't working. The Great when Expectation themed water ride. Yeah, uh, but on the what? Yeah, on the on the commercial, I, I think you might be able to still find this. There was a commercial, like really pimping it up, talking about how the water really was brown and smelled. 
just yeah. like Victorian London. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it's like, how are you going to, you're trying to sell a theme park and be like, yeah, come here. The water smells like sewage. It's very authentic. <laughs> I, I, have yeah. a, uh, I have a little tidbit about the Great Expectations ride here. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. The Great Expectations ride took visitors through scenes of Victorian London and ended with a simulated drop from a sewer into the, ri- into the river Thames, right? Thames. Thames. Yeah. Damn. Those THs. Yeah. Asshole. Uh, <laughs> through featuring Magwitch. The ride did not follow the plot of Great Expectations. Instead, it emphasized the criminal elements of Dickens' novel, featuring a jail yeah. filled with criminal characters from several of the writer's books. That ride closed in 2013. Yeah, because, and that's the thing, nothing about it had any kind of cohesion whatsoever or made any sense. They had this like weird, I guess, educational part where you go into a movie theater and watch this really badly animated, like... Peggotti's Boathouse? I don't remember anything about that. It's a four, the 4D film? Yeah, that must be it then. Yeah. yeah. It was fucking awful. You know what's uh, funny? I'm laughing at all this, but if you told me there was a Lewis Carroll-themed theme park in Daresbury or whatever the fuck he was born, I would be like, I'm there. <laughs> that sounds like it rules. But then when I hear Great Expectations water ride, I'm like... <laughs> so there is also apparently a, a schoolhouse visitor's experience... Where touchscreens replaced yeah, slates, I remember that. and visitors took a quiz on Dickens' life and works. Yeah, Hell fun. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the haunted house that was in there was originally advertised as Ebenezer Scrooge's house. That's right, Scrooge, not Molly. Yeah, well, it was, it's the same house, really. And it, it featured a Pepper's ghost effect. Ooh. Yeah, that was a screen with a with a ghost. <laughs> oh, so it wasn't really much of a. No, it, it really was not a Pepper's ghost effect by any means, uh, unless wow. it just wasn't working properly that day. Dickens Land. Dickens World. Dickens World. World. Yeah, it didn't do very well. England has a lot of form for opening attractions. That I mean, every year it's almost like a tradition to look through the local papers around Christmas time to see the like crap winter wonderlands that have not only appeared but then got a lot of attention for how bad they were and had to close early and refund everyone. Yeah. It's like a tradition. They had one where, and it, the best thing in those articles is reading, you know, angry mums or whoever who went and felt ripped off. And they're like, God, the, the, the reindeer weren't even reindeer. They were dogs with, with horns on like their, the with antlers put on their heads. <laughs> or uh, the, the, on, the Santa Claus was skinny and looked on, looked under, the Santa Claus was underweight, looked ill and was smoking a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they have pictures of them too. And they really are, yeah, just what you'd expect. But there's one, yeah, one of the Santa who really just looks like a kind of IT nerd yeah. uh, with glasses and everything with a very cheap Santa costume. And his beard looks like, it looks like when he cleaned the lint out of a dryer. Yeah. You know, it's just <laughs> like flat, that, like, yeah. Just this flat bit of white fluff. It's and like you see right through it and everything. He's skinny I, as fuck. You know? I, uh, I actually follow, you know, we you follow your defunct land. You know, we all love our five fries. Amusement and like labs. This. Yeah. But, uh, you know, SoCal 360. <laughs> Ooh, shit. there's also uh, someone started doing 180 3D ride-throughs of uh, Disney rides in That's VR. Yeah, fine. I can't remember what they're called though. Fuck them. I don't know if you can get good low light on a 360 camera yet. Uh, the 180 ones you can get okay. Yeah, but uh, it works best in like like the Cars ride. It worked okay for right. Okay. Huh. So I uh, I follow on Instagram some low rent haunt attraction like a, it's like the uk version of like haunting or something like that like one of those like a blog basically but 
the funniest thing about it is I don't follow the actual. I think they call themselves like Scare Track or something like that, <laughs> or a Coaster Track or something. But it's all in England, and I don't follow them, but I follow a couple of the people who work for them, right. like their their personal accounts, I guess. Uh-huh. And it's just like this married couple who are like. I don't know if they're chavy, but whatever like a British redneck is, like they're just constantly like drinking a Stella today, going <laughs> to the scare grounds later. <laughs> That's just British. Yeah. <laughs> like There's no- they love they just love drinking beer and like drinking wine and fucking and then occasionally at like one AM they'll get drunk and post themselves having sex and then delete it. <laughs> really? <laughs> Hell yeah. That's awesome. Good for them. But uh that goes to the OnlyFans. Yeah. Well well then so the the wife started in OnlyFans a few like a year Fuck ago. Fuck yeah, dude. Hell yeah. But um I don't remember what they're called or or even but I just see it all the time because they're constantly they're going to like they were just posting this weekend at some scare maze in England. And uh-huh. they're in line there with masks. And I'm like, is England doing, first of all, year-round haunts? And also, are they doing them socially distanced? Because they have to wear masks, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Terror is coming back. Raina Terror is? As yeah, is Raina the haunted hayride. Oh. Well, well if right you think Raina Terror, they can do, do Raina Terror without actors. Yeah. Because yeah. they have so many animatronics. I don't think they really even had that many actors in it to begin Not with. Not a lot. They? Yeah. They, they have some, like, in the mist area and all that. Yeah. So it's like, you could do Raina Terror. I've never been to Raina yeah, Terror. The Haunted Hayride thing is slick, though, because they know they are by far the lowest grossing of all the haunts in town. And they're like, everyone, because like Universal announced they're not. No, they they must make quite a decent amount of money from that. I mean, let me, of all the big name haunts. Not like 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 some dude's garage haunt. Yeah. But like compare, I'd say they're probably, they're definitely lower than any theme park, obviously. But I think they're also probably lower than like, uh, like Dark Harbor. Yeah, maybe. Uh, All right. But anyways, they're staying open this year. And I'm like, that is so slick because you know you're going to be the only game in town. Yeah. So wait for Haunted Hayride to be packed this year. <laughs> it's still shit. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's fucking terrible. Like, I've never been there. I mean, I've only been there once. But when I went, it was awful. The uh, the zombie train thing's happening, too. Zombie train? Or, like, not the train. When um, you get on, like, a, they essentially take a school bus and they cut, like, the top half off. And sounds you ride in a school bus and you shoot zombies with paintball guns. That sounds huh. like they're bringing that back. Dog shit. Yeah, totally. Imagine being like one of those zombies getting shot with fucking paintballs all night. I remember. I like remember. I can imagine doing urban death tour of terror and just someone shooting paintballs at me, <laughs> dude. Suicide. I remember uh, one time I was on. Uh, fuck. What the fuck was it? I was on. Uh... Never mind. No, no, no. Uh-huh. Oh, I went to Knott's Berry Farm, not Scary Farm, rather. And it was the first year of their new haunt attraction, Infected Special Ops, which is another zombie type thing. <laughs> I got a comment on that. <laughs> I just stretched my foot out too near the Zoom, and Sean, like an annoyed mother, slapped my foot away. <laughs> It's it not was the look on your face, like, come on. It's not that it's near the Zoom, but he's curling the cable around his foot. And I'm like, you're just going like like to pull out one of the mice. Like a fucking the, teenage girl in 1998. Yeah. His face was good. What are you thinking about? Just get out of here with that <laughs> foot. Anyway, so um, I went there, 
And it was the first, my first impression of an attraction at, at Knott's Scary Farm. And it's, again, another zombie thing, but not paintballs. It's all the zombies are wearing laser tag vests, and you have a big laser tag gun that you shoot them with, with right? live rounds. Mm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you have yeah. actual guns. It's not paintballs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, We've got some actual zombies. And so, like, all the actors we went in to it. Haiti. The actors in it who are, like, supposed to be in character, like they're in a zombie apocalypse. Minute one... We're all standing there queued up, ready to like jump in. And they're supposed to be hyping us up, you know, because the line's pretty immersive. There's news feeds everywhere like zombie attack, blah, blah, blah. And this guy is like y- way younger than me. And he's working at Not Scary Farm. And he just looks at me. He goes, hey, man, Seth Rogen. <laughs> <laughs> and he starts pointing at me to everyone else. He goes, check it out, man. Get him to the Greek. <laughs> Not even the right film. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah, Seth Rogen's not even in no, that. He's, like, yeah. he's all like, uh, how I met your mother. <laughs> yeah. I remember, that's not the first time I've had get him to the Greek shouted at me. I remember I was at Universal. It's always at a theme park. Yeah, where they love have, it. You know, I'll say this. I've never been openly disrespected like that at Disneyland. <laughs> but at Universal Studios, I remember... I'm waiting for the character jam, which is like Beetlejuice, all the Universal monsters, and they have like a dance routine on a little like makeshift stage. This is like years ago before they even had the Transformers ride. So they just didn't know what to do with the lower lot. So they would set up like a little foldable, collapsible stage, and it would be Beetlejuice leading the party, and the Wolfman and the Bride of Frankenstein would be dancing behind him. Uh-huh. But the big finale was at the end, he'd be like, you want characters? Let's bring them out. And then like all the Universal-owned characters file out, but it's like, who do they have? Yeah. Crash Bandicoot <laughs> comes out. Woody <coughs> the Woodpecker. Wendy the Woodpecker, which is Woody the Woodpecker with a red bow in her hair, and Curious George all file out behind Beetlejuice and start dancing. But as I'm waiting for that awesome show, it's introduced by Beetlejuice coming up on like a tricked out Pimp My Ride hearse. (laughs) But they have like character guards walking around it like security. And I'm I have it on a phone video somewhere where it's like I'm filming it. He and the guy, Rogan. literally, really, like the guy on character detail, like from the back, he points from across the street at me and he goes, hey, and I look over at him and he goes, get him to the Greek. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I fucking hate this place. That's because they're, mo- they're, they're movie buffs at Universal, you know? <laughs> What's your favorite so that's movie? Why, yeah, that's why they give you those references. Whereas at Disneyland, they might be like, hey, look, it's one of those abandoned moose heads from the fucking, what, what was it? The, the Winnie the Pooh ride. Yeah, uh, one of those guys. Yeah, or well, what else could you yeah. Yeah, do? there you yeah. go. No, no, no. It's uh, I, I know what you're talking about. The moose heads from the Country Bear Jamboree. There you go. Yeah. I forgot their names. It was like Buck, Angus, and Ron or something like that. What other Disney things could you yell at him? Disney related. Pooh Bear. Nah. Hey, you're kind of Pooh Bear like, Hey, Eeyore. See, Max is way more Eeyore than anything else. Yeah, a little bit Eeyore-ish, I guess. I don't know. You're Eeyore. No. Who's he? He's the Uh, rat. Out of the Milniverse. The Milniverse, yeah. He's not that, like, snitchy. He's Christopher Robin. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) Christopher Robin, Sean. Okay. 
Yeah, you don't get to be one of the fun characters. You're yeah. Christopher motherfucker. <laughs> you're the, you're the, you're the one voices, dude. Punk. <laughs> okay, so wait, so you're, who am I? I'm your, you're you think? Ewan. You're Ewan McGregor. Hey, look, it's the drunk pirate. The one with his hairy leg that's hanging over the... <laughs> oh, that's that's like the call. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, dude, I'm they the They have redhead. to explain that, too, when they yell at you. Hey, you're like the pirate from Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> the, you know the, the one leg. that has the leg and it's yeah, yeah. hanging over and it's actually re- realistically hairy? You're that guy. No, hey. they're like, you're the you're the redhead who's at the sex slave auction before we empowered, <laughs> empowered her. <laughs> uh, fucking, no, of the Milneyverse, who is everyone in this room? You're definitely Pooh Bear. Am I? I think so. You're probably right. You're zen. I didn't mean to be in my life, but... You're zen-like I wanted. And you're I wanted, blonde, yeah. so you have his color pattern. Like, yeah. if you're wearing a red shirt right now. I kind of am. <laughs> I had a, mm-hmm. uh, a co-worker once describe someone as having Slytherin energy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck. This is a woman who's in her, like, mid to late 30s. <laughs> I've told you that this, like, Gen Z has been ripping millennials online for being obsessed with, like, Harry Potter houses. Because right? I was wondering about it. Because I thought, okay, yeah. well, to me, that strikes me as ridiculously infantile for someone yeah. in a fairly good job in their 30s in a big city to be describing someone that they disliked as having Slytherin energy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then I thought, well... Because, you know, when I was young, I thought grown-ups were like a, a different species, kind of, mm-hmm. right? They, they had everything figured out, and they were grown They wouldn't be into anything yeah. remotely childlike. And now, in my own generation, I'm seeing people be as into things as they, were, we liked, they, were, as they were when they were children. Um, and I'm trying to figure that out. I'm trying to figure out if like my parents had anything. No, they didn't. They didn't, did no. they? It wasn't like you grew it's not up. the same. No, our generation, yeah. it's like... It, he took a lot of shit for it, but like he hit on something kind of true when Bill Maher. Ben Shapiro. Oh. No, when Bill Maher did this whole thing against Marvel Comics, talking about how like there's a whole generation of people that are stupider because they're they've been paying more attention to Iron Man than reading. I don't know anything <laughs> watching else. Watching my doing. show. Yeah. <laughs> Real well, time. It's like, but it's what you're talking about. Is, he took shit a, for that. They're watching yeah. too much Guardians of the Galaxy Same and not Martin, enough religious. Yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, but it's you know, Martin Scorsese got the same thing. Yeah, talking about superhero movies, it's like, you <laughs> and know. then suddenly everyone was like, "Actually, I never liked Martin Scorsese movies." Yeah, do you remember that? Like, he suddenly he, he kind of oh, got that rocked, canceled for yeah, that. And people taxi were like, "Actually, really yeah, that good. you know, Goodfellas really is shit." Yeah, I mean, I don't really Thor like Taxi Driver, but great. that's another thing. Damn, Brandon, I have something heartbreaking to show you. I know, you I already I saw it. They lost by a point. Yeah, all right. I'm going to take a piss. Should I go in the backyard or inside? Uh, front yard. Yeah, go in the backyard. Yeah. Front yard, dude. Just go out of that door. Choose, a, choose a, one of the, the citrus trees around here. The first window, so just don't be like, hey! Yeah, please don't. All right, now that all the ladies have left. Not easy to keep her asleep. Now that it's just us boys, what are we going to talk yeah, about? Yeah, just the real men. Just the real men in the room. Yeah, so that pansy. Yeah. Pansy-ass fucking... Oh, he's peeing right on the recycling. <laughs> that poofy-haired bitch. Go into the grass, you fucking psychopath. <laughs> I said go pee in the yard. He goes, oh, okay. Goes out like right into the little alleyway near where the trash cans are and all the recycling bags are. And it's just peeing right there on, the fen- on our neighbor's fence. <laughs> they can probably hear you. The fucking state. You dirty bitch. Simple instruction. God. Even my dog knows to go on the grass. 
past your daughter's window. I said don't go banging on it or making a ton of noise when you go past it. <laughs> Well, Maybe I shouldn't have said anything. Don't, don't yeah. tap no, on no, the glass instead, like just, it's a terrarium, just piss Max. right outside it. <laughs> I did. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> I, I misunderstood the instructions. God, I'm not how allowed did you in the ever fucking keep a house like, an, like a man, like a human being. I can't go piss in the toilet. And you then you're can. like, oh, don't piss in the dirt between the sidewalk and the fence. Where it'll be absorbed. I'm going to have to describe it. Out there is where all the recycling is and a bunch of other junk. There's a fence that separates our house and our neighbor's house. Matt looks at that, looks at the grass over to the side where the dog goes and well, goes, By the way, where I'll I have take to the fence. step over any number of scattered objects, probably sharp. Oh, yes. With no sharp shoes cans. on. <laughs> sharp, sharp cans and recyclable you have like upturned bottles. pitchforks laying on the ground over there. Well, if you can see them, then don't step it's on like them. I'm going to like step on a fucking wagon with one foot and f- my head's going to get impaled on something. Hell yeah. Man, there were, I always have, at any given point in my life, I always have one friend <laughs> who just fucks it up. <laughs> they just fuck whatever it is you give them to do. They fuck it up somehow. Wait, I'm that guy right now? I think, you, yeah. I, I, out of all of them. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's true. No. Yeah, that might be true. <laughs> There's not a lot to do. Hey, Max, from. go wash these uh, vegetables. That's the only thing you need to do for cooking this meal. Just I'm wash the vegetables. <laughs> oh, I put the washing up liquid on them. And, uh, do you have any bleach? <laughs> I'm trying to get these vegetables clean. I was told to use one part per million. <laughs> yeah, man. Anyway. I think I would like to defend myself and say that I did nothing wrong. I pissed in dirt. Right outside, like, an open door. You're just upset that you saw me. I'm not upset that That's I all you're s- upset about. You're a homophobe. You saw my little dick and balls hanging out urinating. Getting back to the little dick and balls. <laughs> hey, speaking of, you know what I want to see again? more? I don't know if I've talked about this before. What? But you know what I want to see? I want to see more of in movies. Dick. More penises peeing. <laughs> There's, it's you don't not see, common, yeah. It's not common. I don't common. think I've ever you, seen that. Every well, time you, you see a dick, a... it's like flaccid and for ha-has. Yeah, like, you gotta is think, your though, dick it's not flaccid to... when you pee? It is, but that's uh, what I'm saying. <laughs> it's hard to cue peeing for like multiple takes, though. No, it's mm. not. It is. You, you get a good bladder full. I guess and then my question is... You just do is, one good take. My question use is... Use good actors. How often would this be... How often would this need to be shown in, in such a graphic close-up how that you often can tell does, it's the real deal? My response to you, sir, is how often does anything need to be shown? I guess that's true. Yeah, that's true. You we, every, on, every single yeah, person... Movies are pe- too realistic. And, and also, too, you know, everyone pees every day. If there's one thing that's the most human and most like animalistic thing every human... In but yeah, I, wish, I wish there were more scenes. You can like, show it's urination, not that weird. but I guess I just... I mean, like, no, I feel like you don't. most effects Nobody of is. urination are pretty well you're telling me right now imagine this <laughs> i just don't remember, know that you guys I've, remember, I've, just, I've just never wanted for this do you guys remember 12, 12 angry men but someone goes no 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 <laughs> actually i need to use the bathroom <laughs> okay and then, they all just and then wait you go in on like this creep shot you so like you guys like all these bad altman movies and all that so it's like Who's imagine you guys you guys both you guys I've never seen bad altman, altman movies movie. yeah like the comedy and shit Oh, you oh, mean Rick Alvin movie? Oh, okay. Yeah, right? That He's was like being, okay, I get, I get what you're getting at. So it's like, Forgive him you know, father. imagine... I know exactly what he told us about. I know, I know exactly what I talked about. I saw <laughs> movie theaters and I walked out. 
walked out of that movie. Anyway, imagine. This is stupid. Imagine Juggies jumping on. Do you guys remember Juggies <laughs> jumping on trampolines? I saw the whole comedy. No one pisses in a way that is graphically shown coming from their urethra in close up once. We do yeah. see vomiting more often than peeing, though. Yeah, exactly. And that more yeah. people pee more often. Is what I'm saying. It's such a normal thing That's that it's true. so weird that it's so taboo. I'd well, say you know, it's pretty I'd say, equal for me how often I pee and vomit. <laughs> That's why you're so skinny, Max. It's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe the solution isn't to show more peeing in movies to reflect reality. Maybe it's that we should pee less. Look, actually, that's. I want the you real guys deal. to imagine that's this. That's like that's, that's the galaxy, galaxy brain. brain. Boys, <laughs> yeah, like, boys, why do we? We are such conformists that we all think that we have to pee. Maybe all the time. instead of teaching movies to cover peeing, we should teach people to stop peeing. stop peeing. <laughs> yeah, I'm teaching my boys to not pee. Yeah. Good. What? What, boys, what do you say, Randy? Let me call you. Color you this. Okay. You remember Juggies jumping on trampolines? Yeah. I remember my mate Juggie jumping on a trampoline. <laughs> pulling off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the I, man do, show, I do remember. At the end it, yes. of the man show on Comedy Central. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. it was just it would be girls slow motion. I don't it was, think it was the, jug- no, they were it was called the Juggies. The, no, 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 no. But they were, no, no, no. So it was, they were called the Juggies yeah. in the show. What but a at the simple time, at the end, they would just say, now here's girls jumping on trampolines. trampolines. You're yeah. right. You're right. I, you're right. They didn't earn Juggy status. My no, bad. Those are the, those those are are like just the, the girls. string girls. Yeah. Yeah. That was the B squad. They, they didn't the want Juggies. They were like, don't bring them on set. Good God. What a show. Yeah. Anyway, imagine that. But instead of girls jumping on trampolines, just it's just peeing. flaccid penises peeing. You just while get jumping like, on yeah, trample? while jumping on the trampoline. Oh my God. Interesting. Like, imagine how funny that would be. Again, really just hard to do. Like, beautiful I, string do we, music. Do we have, so. uh, have piss anxiety? You get no. like stage fright a little bit. I used to, obviously but not. Can I tell you? I used to, <laughs> yeah. but then I grew up going to uh, Cardinals games, which all of the urinals uh, were the like troughs. super open. Yeah, so like the, it's like did they have the yeah. kind of trough thing. I just learned how we to get over it. We have that a lot in England. Yeah. yeah, I learned how to get over it. Yeah, I've still got it to an extent. I, I can't like you know I'm fine. I'd be fine going out there and peeing, but um, if it came to standing at a urinal right next to someone and they're talking to you, I'm just like. Ah, Stop talking to me. Yeah. I thought about you recently for some reason, Sean. I don't know why I wanted to bring this up to you, but I do remember okay. you popped into my head, which is I thought about those urine troughs. Mm-hmm. Why do they sometimes have ice at the bottom of them? <laughs> and I don't know why. I need to ask Sean. <laughs> He'll know. With his fascination for you know, Sean, urine, was, urine disposal about, systems. I was yeah. thinking about ice and urinal troughs. And, um, we all know that's thinking. one of his fascinations, yeah. What well, do you happen to know? Uh, I think it's uh, the same kind of reason as uh, urinal case. It uh, dilutes. Yeah, it doesn't have running water usually, though. Yeah. So you just put a bunch of ice in it, and then you pee in it, and the ice starts melting, and it dilutes the pee. Okay, make yeah, it smell. That's what the urinal cake is for as well. Well, that's nah, to that's keep more it from, for scent, yeah, but yeah, keep it from smelling like pee. Same purpose, I would imagine. And this is so. This is like the ones that don't flush the troughs because it's always yeah. the troughs that have. Yeah, in the UK, I'll, let me tell you, in the UK, flushing urinals is not a common thing. Yeah, it's all uh, about troughs. No, even the ones that aren't troughs, we don't have a flush button on them. Yeah, it's just they usually just have a, like a, a hole drilled in the ground. A hole kind with of. ice, or kind something. of. Yeah, yeah. or uh, I know. I just assumed that yeah, because of gravity, it would all go down. But yeah, it's, it's only in the US urinal that I've mats. Seen what were the purpose of those? Well, because you splash pee. Yeah, well, and that's like why you deliberately you spl- splash more pee. I deliberately don't. Oh, you mean the mats in the urinal, not on the floor? 
No, yeah, the ones that are like they're like these little rubber. They almost look like a rubber bathtub stopper or something. It's like a yeah, rubber no, mat mean, yeah. that goes on the bottom of the urinal over the hole over the drain, over the drain yeah. hole with little holes drilled in it. Yeah, I'm not quite sure what the point is in that. But have yeah. you ever Honestly, you realize you know, if we go to a, we go to a urinal, you pee, and then you get over it. Have you, go to a urinal wearing shorts or flip flops. You notice just how much you get splashed on an average yeah. trip. Yep, because you can feel it suddenly. And yeah, you, know, and you oh, walk out there like, "What's up, wet legs?" Yeah, man. Yeah. Sad reality for something like that. More people try to shit in urinals than you'd think. Oh, I've yeah. heard stories so yeah. right about that. Dude. Yeah, so I think that's a shit deter. <laughs> that's like, don't gum up the works. I remember working at the Barnes and Noble in Stockton, California. How many shit incidents we had in the bathroom? Really? Yeah. In the fucking Barnes and Noble. People. Yeah. Are like, I remember. Gonna, I remember at the end of the do day, up a decker in this. When we closed, <laughs> when we closed the store, which was usually for some reason, I was always put on closing shift, which is the worst shift to be on. But we would close the store. And we would have to do a bathroom sweep at the end, make like clean it up and whatnot. And I remember one time I heard my coworker go in there, and I just heard him go, "Oh no!" <laughs> and he goes, and he just goes, "The boy didn't make it. The boy didn't make it." <laughs> I'm so glad I'm not in there right now. (laughs) But the worst shit story from that Barnes and Noble in Stockton was um, this lovely gal. Her name was Stephanie. She was about a week into working there. And for some reason, she was the one who took the brunt of all of this. But it was like a real like, sometimes you forget you're in Stockton. And then certain things will remind you. <laughs> Sometimes you forget that you're in the gutter. Yeah, truly. Because you're and looking the up at them stars. I walk, I walk in, and like the first thing I hear is that there's like an incident in the bathroom, kind of near the the section of toys that are like the toy section is right outside, like the little hallway that leads to the bathroom and then the break room. Right. And I'm walking along, and I'm noticing like. Because we were attached to a mall, and I'm noticing along the aisle, there's like little brown liquid drops. I'm like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? On the floor. And I look, and someone had somehow shit on the floor of the toy department at Barnes & Noble. <laughs> like, they just saw our prices on Gundam models, and they were like, oh! <laughs> but then I remember, and poor Stephanie... Was cleaning it up for some reason. Oh, somebody had to. I don't know if someone. Job. If someone instructed. If someone told me to clean up the shit at the toy department at Barnes and Noble, I'd be like, no. Mm. You need to find someone else to do it. I'm sorry. That's not what I signed up for. You're like, what? Are you, are you not a team player? Are you <laughs> not a member of the Barnes and Noble family? Off the floor. Yeah. See what sucked is when I worked at grocery stores. Wait, hold on. No, the story's clerk. not over. Unfortunately, no, I was that guy. So the shit, the cleaner, guy shitting. I was the dude who, like, everyone knew I could just do it, so I would just uh, be the guy. They'd be like, "Bruno." I thought you were gonna say you were the guy who was shitting on the floor. So Stephanie's on <laughs> her hands and knees. Stephanie's on her hands and knees cleaning shit off the carpet, and you got an erection. And this guy comes up to her, and he's like, "Hey, just so you know, it's also a huge mess in the restroom." And he like limps away, which makes me think he's the culprit. <laughs> Why did he limp away? Because I think he, he had shit pant? down the leg of his pants going into the bathroom. Oh, seriously, I, that's the, I don't know for sure. 
If that were the case, you wouldn't come out and announce it. I think By you the way, did. That's what I'm saying. You think that's bad. And you she just goes, and just I show her reaction, she goes, okay, thank you. <laughs> like, still so unflappably polite about it. Oh, dude. And I just remember my brother, I worked with my brother at the time, and I just remember him walking away with this face. <laughs> like, I'm a, I had just clocked out, and he's at the front of the store, and he's walking up like this. <laughs> Not okay. <laughs> like, so funny. And then, in like the same five minute span after me seeing the shit department, is my brother was still clocked in. I had just clocked out and I was talking to him before I left. And uh, this dude comes in totally twacked out, just like eyes bugging. And he comes like, he like bowls past me and uh, goes to my brother, who's still wearing his name badge or whatever. And he's like, Hey, how are you guys doing? And we both respond like, oh, good. How are you? And he turns on me only and he just goes, I'm a little on edge, man. I'm a little on edge. (laughs) I'm like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. And he just stares at me in silence. And so my brother goes, how can I help you, sir? And he's like, ah, and he's like super nice to my brother for some reason. (laughs) But to me, he's like, I'm a little on edge. And I just fucking went home. I thought he was about shit. <laughs> Dude, it like, <laughs> that's like where these seeing, stories seem to be. Seeing the one two punch in the five minute span of the unrepentant shitter and the fucking crackhead who was about to stick a knife in my throat just for asking him how he was. That's funny. Like, that's Barnes and Noble. That's, in, that's Barnes and Noble in Stockton. Imagine the other stores. There was a kid in our school. Well, we no, no one ever found out who it was, but in school who used to leave them in the toilet. And it became kind of well known, and we knew it was the same like kid because they were. Well, we knew it was the same kid because they were always like kind of yellow. It was like the same looking some kid, some jaundiced kid. Uh, no, I mean, maybe medication or something. I don't know, mm-hmm. but yeah, they were always the same. And so it, it would kind of spread around. Like, oh, did you hear that he struck again? You know, like, did he have a name? No, no, uh, we never gave him a name. Although the second season of American Vandal, you know, kind of tapped into that. I didn't watch that season. No, it's not very good. But uh, yeah, and that one time, yeah, he did one that was particularly rough, and uh, the cleaning lady was crying that she had to clean. <laughs> oh my god! She was actually crying, oh and my god. Uh, yeah, that was in the in the locker room. That's funny. I remember that yeah. specifically being a punchline of sorts. In, do you remember Tucker Max? I mean, do I that remember him? Scumbag. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever read his material? Not really. No. It's. I hope they serve. I hope they serve beer and hell. Even they serve beer and yeah. Even at the time, it was shit. Like it wasn't funny. Yeah. It was poorly written. It was like, did you ever? It was kind of on the same skills like the Scottsdale Dirty. If you guys ever no I, no uh, shockingly. Uh, Him and Kent and me and fucking Stockton, we didn't, we weren't familiar with the Scottsdale. Well, it started in Scottsdale, but then the Dirty took on major cities. Oh, I don't know the Dirty. The Dirty, it was like a same kind of caliber of like Max Tucker Max, Tucker Max, Max Hardcore, Max Tucker Max Hardcore, the worst human being (laughs) in all of history. (laughs) Tell us about Tucker Max. What's that? You're talking about Tucker Max. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it was just, I just remember that was like a thing in his story is he somehow was poisoned and he shit all over a hotel lobby. And then he talked about like the Mexican maid who barely spoke English, just weeping openly when she had to clean it up. And that was like the punchline. 
Yeah, no, he probably thought that was awesome. Yeah, he thought it was funny. Needless to say, I had the last laugh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> what an like what an awful person. <laughs> that was his not another teen movie moment. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like the thing is he writes in his book, he's like, I'm an asshole. I fuck women and I'm rude and all this. But it's like his shit, even at the time I was reading it, I was like, This is awful. And like not only is it awful, probably a lot of it is fake. Well, have you have you heard the uh, the stuff about speaking of unrepentantly shitty people? You heard all the stuff about Ellen finally being canceled, uh, Ellen DeGeneres. Well, See, and but not it's even starting for, it, but not it's even starting for it, diddling, right? It, like she's just a no. Mean she's boss. being canceled for being an asshole. Yeah, essentially. sort of. But it, it looks like it's being pushed onto her production crew. Yeah. It, so this is the weirdest thing, right? Because I think everyone, is, I mean, it, especially in a city like this, everyone's kind of heard stories about. Mm-hmm. I've heard Her stories about Ellen particularly. Yeah, she's, like, like, well, she's a fucking ass. Notorious. She's like a tyrant. Yeah. yeah. And I have, well, I guess not first-hand experience, but second-hand. I've known people who've worked for her. Mm-hmm. And it's like a completely open secret. It's not even a secret. It's just, yeah, yeah she's absolutely horrible. Like, yeah. absolutely horrible to work to. Her, to work to. A real, <laughs> a real bad time. Yeah. Uh, so she's been kind of canceled recently, but people are a lot more sympathetic towards her for whatever reason. I think just because they like her. but She's had a rough go of it in Hollywood. Yeah, she's had a hard time. Be fair. Um, she had to be a fucking fish for for Hollywood to accept her again. And also, I mean, I don't well, know. I've I liked her because I think she's pretty good. Like, I think she's a good stand-up. Well, oh, I don't know. Oh, dude, some of her classic stand-ups. There's Very like that one. Stuff. That one HBO one is great. And she's great on the Ellen DeGeneres energy adventure at Walt Disney World. <laughs> okay. Well, either way, she's pretty... I think it's pretty open show. She's a piece of shit. I've heard it from way, yes. way too many people. So well. I'll credit her as well for... She's the reason why I learned what lesbians were because of her sitcom. Okay. Because <laughs> like my parents used to watch that show, and I was a kid, you know, watch eating dinner, watching TV, mm-hmm. classic American. Suddenly, like I like muff. Well, d- that was an episode on her sitcom. That's how she came out. She came out on her sitcom as her character. Wasn't her girlfriend played by Anne Hache? Probably. I don't yeah. Know. Anyway, uh, hey, so where I was saying, getting to with that so. is the unlike most cancellations where everyone's like fucking yes, you know, yeah. like, get in on them. There have been a lot of people, not only like a few celebrities, and they're like, well, she, I always had a great time on her show. And it's like, yeah. Because yeah, you're a fucking, you're a fucking they're Diane Keaton. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you think she's going to be an asshole to you? No. Where they had actors and characters set up all throughout Ghost Town. And it was a, it was like walking around like an immersive, like, I guess like I've never seen Westworld, but what I'm I Sorry, assume, lads. I gotta, I gotta win this now. Okay. All right, though. All righty. Godspeed.